Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 448 and session number 137 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday. Well, actually, I take that back. I missed a couple, and the reason is is because, well, the most recent one was because I had something important that I wanted to share, and that was the five-part series, and I didn't want to break up that series. So I skipped an Ask Scott session, and uh, this way here, I could keep that series kind of going, right? We didn't break it up. And uh, if you guys don't even know what I'm talking about, I did a five-part series, really how to launch a product, the five-step roadmap and everything in between. And I've been getting a ton of great feedback, a lot of emails, tons of downloads. Uh, So definitely go check that out if you've missed it. I've actually taken all of those episodes and I've grouped them into a nice, neat little package for you on the blog. And uh, I would recommend doing that as well because on the uh, the blog, I actually included each uh, each section as far as like the parts, but I also, in some of them, I had video stuff that I was sharing with you. So you're definitely going to want to check out those videos as well. So go there, check it out, theamazingseller.com forward slash start. And that will make it really super easy for you to go through and consume that information. You could always just do it through uh, your your phone and your player, uh, but uh, you know of choice. But uh, if you want to actually see the videos and if you want to go through like the show notes and all that stuff, everything is there in a nice, neat little package. So definitely go check that out. If you guys have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott, then go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and you can do that. But today is going to be a little bit different. Because I'm not going to answer a live, and I'm doing air quotes, a live question from one of you guys. What I decided to do here, because we're coming out of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and I wanted to kind of give you the aftermath, but I wanted to tell you a little story about the $6,810 day, actually, in 91 cents, that we just recently had with Cyber Monday. And the reason why I want to share that with you is because I get this question a lot, and that is... Scott, if you were to start over again today, what would you do? And uh, well, I'm going to share with you exactly what I would do. And that's uh, really why I want to talk about this uh, most recent day, this $6,810.91 day that we achieved because we followed this five-step roadmap that I teach and that I share. And that's what I want to do. I want to give you guys these takeaways. I have six big takeaways that uh, for me personally, I live by, and I I think that you should live by, or I think that people going into any business should live by. So I'm going to give you guys some things to think about, but I'm also going to give you guys kind of like the play-by-play of uh, that day, all right? Now, that day was great. Uh, Black Friday was great too. Uh, I mean, just not to kind of downplay Black Friday, Black Friday was amazing. Uh, On that day, we actually did $4,973.89. 254 units sold. So almost $5,000 on Black Friday. And uh, well, I'm actually in my numbers right now. So I'm going to do this right on the fly. Let's see if we can actually do this here. And uh, I don't want to have a lot of dead space here. So let's just see. So then the day after, we did uh, 96 units. So the day after Black Friday, we still did almost 100 units at $1,892. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, go ahead a little bit here. I'm doing this on the fly. I don't I never do this. Let's go ahead and do this. This is on a Sunday, by the way. 112 units. So $2,202.93. And then that brings us to that beautiful day, which was Monday, which was the 27th. 
And on that day there, which was Cyber Monday, was $6,810.91, and that was 354 units. So not a bad not a bad weekend, all right? I mean, we started it on uh, that Friday, and then from there, we uh, we finished up, and it was a total of 816 units. That's $15,880. Okay, now, this is a new brand. This is a brand that isn't even eight months old, and the reason why I want to say that is because some people, you know, they'll show screenshots and be like, oh, look at us. You know, we did $50,000 in three days, or, you know, we did, heck, we did $100,000 on Black Friday, you know? And for us, you know, this is new, like, and, and a lot of people, you know, they, they look at those numbers and they're like, those are amazing. And then some people be like, well, I want to, I want to do what everyone is sharing online. They're, they're sharing like hundred thousand dollar days. You know, to me, this is realistic. And I'm going to get into why that's important to understand that. I'm also going to give you like the roadmap that we followed and that we continue to follow. Like when we start a new brand, and this is something that we're going to be doing in the future, is we're going to try to do exactly what we did here and not like, uh, not we're not going to do like 10 a year, but we're going to try to do maybe one new brand a year and, uh, and add it if it makes sense. Uh, now, if it doesn't make sense, we won't do it. We're just going to continue to build out this brand. And this brand is got us really excited because there's a huge potential there. And, uh, you know, we're well over six figures since we've launched, which is awesome, right? So for anyone that is just starting and asking themselves or, you know, wanting to ask me, Scott, what would you do if you were to start over today? Well, I just did what I would do eight months ago. It just happens that now, you know, we are in fourth quarter and we're benefiting from that. Right. So now because we are like kind of, you know, we've got the the groundwork set, we've got everything kind of done, right? In a sense, we're still launching new products and that's what our, you know, we're always going to be growing. So next year we might look at these numbers and they might be double, right? That'd be amazing. That's like the goal is to double, you know, our sales, Uh, maybe even triple, who knows, but we're laying the groundwork now, right? So you can't expect to launch you know, a month before Black Friday or Cyber Monday and think that you're going to have these kind of numbers. If you do, it's rare, all right? So just keep in mind that it takes time and you have to plan. Every single thing that we did, because I get a lot of people too, they're like, Scott, well, give me the secrets, man. Like, you know, you're not on air. You're, You're not being recorded. Like, what are the secrets, man? Like, what are you doing behind the scenes that people aren't seeing that you can rank a product or that you can build that email list? Is that really what you do? The answer is yes. It's exactly what we do. Now, do we go in more detail in the private label classroom and stuff? Absolutely. Like we have more, we have more structure in there. I'm able to visually show things. You know, Chris is in there, uh, whether it's answering questions that are coming in because something doesn't make sense. We might create a new video. We might create a new training, uh, you know, as far as how, how to follow up and all that stuff. There's only so much you can do on audio and there's only so much you can do on YouTube. So, you know, yes, we do more in there. We do take care of our students, but I'm giving you guys the play by play here on the podcast. So just keep that in mind. All right. So every single thing that we did, I shared on the podcast as far as like, you know, the overview, right, of what we've done, all right? So I wrote a blog post, uh, not a blog post, I'm sorry, a Facebook post, Uh, it feels like a blog post, and I wrote one longer than I normally do, and I shared a Cyber Monday screenshot, which I normally don't do screenshots, I'm not a fan of everybody shining, you know, the light on themselves or looking at the screenshots, because it kind of seems like you're bragging, right? You know, to some people, it's like, ah, you're bragging. Uh, and then also you don't look at, you don't look at the, at the revenue as far, or you look at the revenue, you don't, you don't look at the net profit. Um, and just to, just to kind of let you guys know, like we're averaging about 44% margin right now. And we're going to get that better. 
moving into 2018 because now we're going to be buying more. We're going to be, you know, we a lot of this stuff we did by air. I think we did two orders by sea, but we did a lot of them by air. So we paid more. And actually, we're going through that right now. We have a, a product that we're going to probably run out of inventory on. We aren't going to be able to get it until like end of January now because, you know, we're in fourth quarter and all that. And we thought we ordered enough, but we didn't. And we're thinking about splitting that and spending more on air shipping just to get a thousand units here quick so we don't pay the penalty for running out of inventory. So even though that margin might be 32%, who cares, right? It's still above 30%. We're at 44%, which is just amazing. Like, and that's with pay-per-click fees. That's with all the fees. That's like with everything. I'm using Fetcher. I plug all the numbers in there and it gives me exactly what our margin is. So that's pretty good. All right. That's pretty good, especially for a business that isn't even a year old. All right. So, um, okay. I want to answer this question and I'm going to give you guys a detailed answer and I'm going to give you guys a lot of my takeaways here. All right. And this is, I'm going to kind of go off of what I posted in Facebook, um, and kind of give you guys the play by play. I'll elaborate more here, kind of like we're doing an audio book version of this, where I get to kind of give my side thoughts and stuff after I've written this. Um, but basically I wrote in there my yes, you know, yesterday's results from no promos or discounts on cyber Monday. And that is the truth. We did no promos. We did no discounts. All right. We even increased our price on two items by $2. All right. So, and we did that just because we felt like that product needed to be uh, more expensive anyway. So we've been kind of nudging it, but we said, you know what? The traffic's going to be there. We might as well. And I talked to my good friend, Mike Jackness, um, and uh, he said he did the same thing, you know? So again, you may want to play around with that when you have this kind of traffic, that's totally up to you. All right. But this Cyber Monday, we didn't even email our list with a special promo. All we did is give them a piece of content and said, oh, by the way, you know, we've got stuff over on Amazon. That was it. You know, we didn't even give another discount because Friday, Black Friday, we did give a discount. And on Black Friday, and it's funny, we gave a discount, but some people didn't even use the discount. They just bought, which was kind of weird. And I think that's because they go there and because you see the retail price at like 39 and then you see the sale price at 29, they end up buying it because they think that that is the markdown price for whatever reason. Um, so, you know, not all the coupon codes were used, but we did get a lot of sales from the email. Uh, but again, all we did there, and just to kind of recap that really quickly on Black Friday, because some people want to know that, uh, you know, we sent an email out, we sent three emails out on, in one day. Actually, we sent four because we sent one the day before, or two days before, just to kind of set it up. And then we would email them. And our special for our list, only our list, we did not discount anything on Amazon. Okay, mind you, if you went to Amazon, nothing was discounted. But if you were on our email list, we gave you a discount. Okay, no lightning deals, none of that. We even dialed back the pay-per-click. All right. So what we ended up doing was uh, we gave 25% off any product in our store, 25%, okay? Now, what we did do on three products that we wanna liquidate, because I talked about this before too, that we wanted to, uh, we, we still want to get rid of like three SKUs. Some of these SKUs we thought were gonna do better than they are, or some, they were just ones that we wanted to kind of get there to get started. Um, they didn't perform as well as we wanted to, or maybe it got oversaturated, so we pulled out, whatever. Um, we're getting rid of them. Actually, there's one of them we might keep as a lead-in offer. We may, we may keep that, because we buy it for like three bucks, and it still sells for like 14. Uh, it was selling for about 16. Um, but what we're thinking about doing now is taking that, using that as a free plus shipping offer and then running them through our own sales funnel. 
but that's for another conversation. But what we ended up doing, because we had about a thousand units, we're like, you know what, we'll just try to blow these things out and uh, we'll just put a 50% off on those, right? So we're still getting all our money back. We're paying for the fees. It doesn't cost us anything. Um, so we did that. I think we got about, I think we sold about 50 or 60 units of that one item. So it wasn't crazy, but it was, it was okay. But it's still, it, that, that's still selling more now because of Black Friday or uh, because of uh, fourth quarter. I think we're still selling about 15 of those a day now, uh, which is cool. So we'll go through our inventory, no big deal. And we still may use that as our lead in offer. All right. So that was Black Friday. Okay. And you, you, you heard the results like Black Friday didn't do as good as Cyber Monday. So then I had my conversation, I had a conversation with my partners, uh, you know, Chris Schaefer and, you know, my, my silent partner in a sense. Uh, and, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, should we do another promotion? And I said, you know, I don't think we should because I don't want the list, the email list that is to think that we had a sale on Friday and it really wasn't a, a deadline sale. You were going to have that through Cyber Monday. So let's just leave it. Let's not do anything. Let's see what happens. So we did it and we were blown away. Like we, you know, we were selling a lot and it was funny. We, we would refresh and sometimes we would jump 10 to 15, sometimes 20. So it was, it was exciting. It was fun. Uh, it was great. Right. But I get a lot of people to say, you know, Scott, you know, how do I get there? Like, like how, how do you do it? Like, it's awesome that you're, well, the thing is, is we started back in April, April or May of last year. I'd have to look. Um, it's just under eight months. Okay. But we laid the groundwork. All right. And now things are starting to roll. Things are starting to get momentum. All right. But I want you to know that we laid the groundwork. It's really important that you understand that. I get people that say, Scott, I missed the boat on fourth quarter. So what should I do? You know, should I still launch? And the answer is, yeah, you should still launch or you should still do product research. It's just right now when you're doing your product research, the numbers are going to be skewed a little bit in Jungle Scout, but that's why we go through how to do history searches and, and all that stuff. And I talk about that on other episodes. And again, if you want that stuff, I would go through that five step roadmap. Uh, again, the amazingseller.com forward slash start, go check that out. And there, there will be in the product research uh, part in that series. I actually have a video there that actually walks through that type of stuff because um, that's important because a lot of people say, I, I can't do research now. I can't pick products now. Um, you can if you know how to do the research properly and if you know how to do the history search and if you know how to look at trends and, and you don't get fooled by the numbers. That's important. All right. So let's move on. All right. So here are some takeaways and I'm going to give you guys six. All right. Six takeaways. Number one, and this is a simple one, but a lot of people don't do it and that is just start. Just start. Like we had no idea how good or bad our first product was going to do, but we launched and we learned. Okay. We had no idea. None. This was just a, it's kind of like a shot in the dark. What we did do is we followed that roadmap that I share. We went through the product research. We validated that there was a market. We validated that the products were selling. We validated that we can make it better. We've seen that there was other groups that were big on Facebook. So we knew there was a big, you know, audience, right? That we could build a list in. So we, we kind of did this whole thing before we jumped in, but we started. We didn't have it all figured out. We didn't have, we just launched, actually, we're going to be launching two new products. Those products weren't even thought about when we first started, but we've learned through the market, but we started, all right? You have to just Start. 
All right. You have to do something, whether that's only, you know, launching, you know, or ordering, you know, a hundred, a hundred products, you know, a hundred of your, of your one item or 50, whatever it is, just do it and get yourself going, learn the process, just start. Okay. That's number one. Okay. Number two, this is a big one. Okay. Launch multiple products. Okay. The idea is to launch a variety of products and also add variations. And this is a big one. I'm going to talk about this one. I, again, I wrote this in a Facebook post, but I'm going to elaborate here. Okay. Um, we had a product during cyber Monday and just now in general that has four variations. Okay. But on cyber Monday, it did 105 sales collectively. Okay. Now, if we only had two variations, we might've only gotten half of those sales. Okay. But because we started to expand it, we now have kind of broadened, you know, how many of, you know, different styles we might have or different sizes that we have. It might attract a different audience or maybe someone that has different tastes or maybe someone that has bigger hands or whatever. Right. So people ask me though, Scott, how do I launch variations? What colors do I pick? If I'm going to pick colors, what sizes? Well, we always start with which ones are selling the most right now. And that goes into product research and kind of looking at your competitors and seeing how many of that one color they're selling, or maybe how many of those sizes, if you're selling a certain glove, well, you may not want to do small, medium, large, and extra large, because you know, by doing your research that the large and the extra large are the ones that are mainly selling. You would still set that listing up as you have four variations, just small and medium are going to be out of stock right now. Okay. But that's huge. Because, and we're, we're finding this now, like we have four variations. We're ready to add two more and then we're going to add another two more. Um, so we can add more to this one product with just more op, uh, options. Okay. Or, you know, a different, a different, like I said, whether it's a different style, whether it's got a different, you know, attachment than the other one, like whatever it is, it's gotta be a variation of that product. Right. So if it was a garlic press, it could be a garlic press that was a black, a red, a blue. And then you could also even kick it up another notch and say you have one that's a 10 inch, one that's a 16 inch. Right. And then you can do one in blue, one in red, one in blue, one in red, whatever. Right. So you can kind of play with that. But again, that can get a little overwhelming in the beginning. You always want to start with the ones that you think are the most widely used. Okay. So that's number one. If you can launch a product with multiple variations, that's a great way to add multiple SKUs. The other thing is, is to test more than just one product. And this is where a lot of people get hung up because then that means that you have to go out there and you have to buy a ton of inventory. It's not true. You can go out there and test a hundred units of something, buy three of them at a hundred, you know, a hundred units, three different products with three different listings. Do that. This way here, you have a, a wider net in a sense that you're going after, or you're, you're going a little bit wider in your products. And then this way here, you can test, you know, different products versus just going after one. So many people will say, Scott, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to buy this and I'm going to get a thousand units. You might not want to start with a thousand units. You know, you might want to start with only 300 or 500, right? But we've found that in this new brand that has been really, really good. And, and like I said before, earlier, you heard me say that, you know, we've actually X'd a couple of products because they're not performing the way, the way that we want them to, or maybe they're just not hundred percent aligned in the brand anymore for whatever reason. Right? So you just have to make those decisions. And for me, it's like, yeah, I can say, well, we're doing two sales a day, but if I take that money and get it back and I try to go after another product that could do my 10 units a day, am I better off doing that? And the answer is usually yes. 
But if you can, you know, buy that inventory at low quantities and still get two to five sales a day, then maybe do that. Like, why wouldn't you, right? It's another SKU that's going to add to the overall product line. Okay. So that's number two. And I know I went on a little bit there, but it's really important. And that I've seen a big thing. So if I was starting a new brand today, I would think, okay, how can I launch multiple products? Maybe three products right out of the gate um, at low quantities. And that way there I can test three different ones. Um, or at least do one product that has two variations. That would be another option. All right. Number three, moving on. Be patient. The long game approach. That's what this is. That's what, and again, I'm giving you these. These are my takeaways. Number one, we just started. Number two, we launched multiple products. Number three, we were patient. All right. We didn't, right out of the gate, we weren't doing 10 units a day. You know, yes, we were able to launch every single product by having an email list, letting them know that they're on our list. We're launching a new product and they're going to get 25% off or 50% off for the next two days. And then we were able to get 150 to 250 sales in the matter of, you know, three, four days that spiked the algorithm. We optimized our listing, which we talk about in our training, right? So all of that stuff was done. All that work was done, but it didn't happen overnight. It might've taken us six weeks before we started getting some organic rankings. All right. So be patient. See, we understand that it takes time to get traction. Okay. But we follow the same roadmap and process for every product we launch. Okay. The work we did six months ago is paying off now. Let me repeat that. The work we did six months ago is paying off now. Be patient. That's number three. You guys might even want to actually go to the blog post on this one because I'm going to be uh, including these in the show notes. All right. So uh, yeah, why don't I give you those show notes right now? That'd be a good time for it. Theamazingseller.com forward slash 448. All right. And that will be all this in uh, some notes for you and give you a little bit of structure. All right. So number three is be patient. Number four, building an email list or a launch list. We call it an email list um, to do multiple things, but you could just build it to launch your products. But we do it to launch our products, but then also do future promos, but then also help have people share our content. If people can share our content, then it brings more awareness to our brand, bringing people into our brand. And then once they get into our brand, they're now more comfortable to buy through us, whether it's through Amazon or through our own channel. So that's the, and we're still not there yet. Like we're actually in the process as I speak right now, uh, we are uh, about ready to launch our first funnel that will give people from our, our email list, they will give them the opportunity to buy off of Amazon not on Amazon, off of Amazon. And then we're going to be able to bring them through a sales, uh, like a sales process or a funnel. Um, and that's actually just happening right now, eight months later, just now. Could we have done it sooner? Sure. But we were focusing on getting everything set up. So we were ready, right? Ready for the big game, right? Now we've had a lot of great days before this, not 350 in a day, but we've had some hundred, hundred sale days. Okay. But that's our goal too, is to get to that hundred sales uh, even when it's not in fourth quarter. And that's going to happen here really soon. So building that launch list has been critical, okay? We've built our own email list, but we've also built our own social list. And what I mean by that is our own Facebook group, our Facebook community, right? So now if we post something, we can also share it to our email list without having to sell them. And then when they go there, they're also going to be introduced to our products because on our Facebook page, we also have our products because Facebook allows us to put our products on there, almost like a little mini store, 
So see what I'm doing? I'm kind of making this ecosystem in a sense where people come in and they learn about the brand. They can be presented with an offer. We get them in usually with a contest. So their you know, goodwill is right up front. We're giving away some massive you know, giveaways and some prizes. And then from there, people are kind of brought into our ecosystem where we can now educate them or we can give them, you know, content that helps them through whatever they're doing and using our products and, and all that stuff, right? So building the email list is critical. And again, I'm going to go back to if you have not attended, I've got two things. If you have not attended our build list workshop, I would definitely recommend that. That's at theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. Totally free. You don't even have to give your email address. You can just go there and start watching that workshop that we did, which shows exactly in detail how we build a list, a list for, you know, either launching or just an email list to, to really kind of get that following behind your brand. All right. So that is there. And then the other thing is, is the five part series. It's in there as well as part of one of those, um, sections or the steps in this process. So that's a big one. We, we did that right from the start before we even had our first product launched before we even had our first product, I think ordered, we were building a list before anything. That's what we did. All right. So it's really powerful and you can tell we really believe in it. And I think for us, it's been a huge asset and we continue to build it. All right. Number five, real expectations. Okay. We have real expectations. We're not sitting here thinking that we're going to do a hundred thousand dollars in a month. Just don't, it's not real expectations. And you shouldn't believe that either. Even 50,000. We're just at that point now after eight months, but we weren't there before. Right. And we didn't think that we were going to be there in three months. We didn't think that we were going to all pull money from the business in two months. You know, we're just starting to pull a profit now. Okay. So real expectations. All right. I know it's hard. I know it's hard with the gurus in our space, so-called gurus flashing big screenshots or throwing like big numbers at us. Right. And dangling it in front of our face. All right. But you have to put blinders onto that stuff, guys. I think we're all smart enough to know that a lot of times that stuff is BS, all right? Or maybe it's just one, you know, one person that, uh, you know, one person out of 10 that is doing, or, or maybe it's this, there's, and I love this one, right? People show their screenshots and they show a big number, but they're selling a product that sells for $59. So it's going to be easier to hit $40,000 in revenue air quotes, uh, revenue, uh, you know, if you're selling a $50 product, so you have less units that you're selling and your margins are usually, well, not always, but a lot of times they're less. Like I've had people say, you know, that they show, Oh, I'm doing a million dollars. What's your margins? Usually about 10%. So you're making a hundred thousand on a million. I want to be 400,000 on that. I want to be 40. I want to be like 40% margin. Right? So again, don't get blinded by, the numbers and by the glitz and the glamour that you might be seen because it's not always that the Lambos, right? I've seen that and I'm, I'm not even going to get into that. But when you see, you know, uh, people out there flashing Lamborghinis and boats and yachts and big fancy houses, Hey, come on in, walk in my house. I'm going to show you this is, and I did this all by just, no, like it's, ah, don't get me going. So real expectations guys. All right. I'm here to give you real expectations. We have real expectations. Again, we focus on finding products that can do $100 profit per day, all right? That's 10 by 10 by one. That's our, that's our expectations. That's what we're shooting for. And then if I find multiple products, I can do that, okay? It's a pretty simple business model, all right? So real expectations, all right? And then from there, once we learn that stuff, we can build and scale. 
then it's just a matter of just broadening, right? Whether it's getting more traffic, whether it's uh, going outside of Amazon now to get more sales, or whether it's just launching more products on Amazon, okay? We can do that after that, you know, after we kind of go through that process, but real expectations. And the final one, six, this is number six, never give up, okay? It's not an option for us. I mean, when you start something, you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'll give this thing a shot. But you have in your back of your mind, well, it might not work. And if it doesn't, I can always just stop. You can, but we're not wired like that. At least I'm not. Like, I'm not going to give up on that. Now, if that product doesn't work, I might give up on that product. But if I go in and I say, you know what, I'm going to try to make this brand work. I've done all my research and I'm going to give it everything I got. Now, there may come a time that I need to pivot. That's okay, but I'm not giving up. If you're going to jump from this business model to another business model to another business model, you're, you're jumping, you're jumping around too much, right? You're not giving it enough time. You have to commit to it. You have to, you know, like say to yourself, like, I'm going to give myself a full 12 months, right? I'm going to give myself that. And I'm going to give it everything I got. I'm not going to get sidetracked with how this guy over here is making money on Kindle books. And this guy over here is making money, you know, whatever, selling a multi-level marketing thing uh, on, you know, some type of supplement or what, like, I'm not going to get sidetracked with that stuff. And you shouldn't either. If you focus on what you're doing and spend all of your energy on that, you will have a much greater chance of succeeding, but you can't even have that option in your head that you can give up. It's kind of like you sign up to, uh, you know, to play a sport. Like when I, when I was growing up, if I signed up to play a sport, I played that sport. I didn't quit. You ain't going to quit. If you don't want to play next year, that's fine. But you're not quitting, right? So you just don't give up. You don't quit. It's just not an option. Like I said for us, okay, we're continuing to learn, okay, in this, in the market that we're in, but in anything that we do, we're, we're continuing the learning, right? And we want to keep learning what the market wants. And it's really simple. Once you learn what they want, you just deliver great products to them and then they can possibly buy. That's it, right? So never giving up. So let me recap those for you really quickly. Number one, just start. Number two, we found that launching multiple products is definitely, definitely a huge advantage. Three, be patient. Go in it for the long game, okay? Not for the short game. Four, Build a launch list. That's another huge asset. Another thing I think is, especially moving forward, people say, isn't Amazon getting saturated? Well, it is with people that are out there trying to find like, you know, these, these little widgets uh, that everyone is selling, or maybe, uh, maybe you're going after the products that are selling a hundred units per day. Um, it's going to be harder, but if you build a, an email list or some type of launch list or some type of list that you can drive customers uh, to your products, you're going to be ahead of the game because a lot of people aren't going to be doing that because it's more work. All right, so building a launch list. Five, real expectations. Don't get sidetracked by all of these other shiny little objects that people are throwing at you or these screenshots, any of that stuff. Just block them out. You might even want to do a little cleanse on your email and uh, only only follow people um, that are giving you real value and that aren't like, you know, flashing the Lambos. Oh, I got a lesson for you today. Oh, before we go there, let me drive you over in the Lambo. No. Um, I, I would block them. <laughs> That's what I would do. So you might want to do a little inbox clean. Um, and then six, never give up. All right. Never give up. And of course I can't, I can't leave out taking action every single day. If you, if you commit to doing something that's going to work on your business every single day, would you agree that it, you're going to, you're going to have a better chance of succeeding? I mean, wouldn't you think that that makes the most sense? I mean, to me it does. All right. Uh, so just, you have to commit to it. You have to be willing to take action. You got to be willing to stay the course and, uh, and just go out there and, and seriously just make it, 
make it happen. You know, just there, it's not an option to not make it happen, right? It's just, you got to go out there, you got to figure it out. And, uh, you know, I mean, the other thing is, and I kind of want to throw this out at you to be very clear. And I went through this in the past episode, um, it, where I actually walk you through like how to find your number. Like that's really important that you do that because if you know that number, then you have that plan that you can create and then you can execute. If you didn't listen to that episode, I would strongly recommend listening to that episode. That's theamazingseller.com forward slash 447. Um, it's not that long. It's under 20 minutes. It's got some action steps there for you to do it. It'll be crystal clear for you. So definitely, uh, definitely do that. All right. So guys, that is going to wrap this up. I did want to remind you that our last workshop we just did, but the replay is still up depending on when you're listening to this. If you want to go through that five step roadmap, the same one, very similar to that we taught here on the podcast, but it's in a 90 minute window. We compressed it, but yet we give screenshots. We also give down downloads, checklists, all that stuff. Go there before the 13th. Even if you go there after, you can get on a wait list, but that there will give you all of the resources and the roadmap that we just recently used to launch this brand. And that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And then also some of you know that I have a class called the private label classroom, and we are closing that on the 13th of December, 2017. If you're at all interested in joining that class, then I would strongly recommend going to the workshop, attending it. And then from there, you can go ahead and sign up for the private label classroom. If you're interested, that is where we offer access to the class and registration. So definitely go check out the workshop and just a little reminder, like I said, the private label classroom will be closing for 2017. We'll be reopening in 2018. Super excited to be working inside of the class with all of our students and jumping on our monthly hangout calls and going through uh, how, how we're going to build our business even bigger and better in 2018. So Definitely look forward to seeing you inside of the workshop and possibly inside the class. So uh, if you have any questions, you can always email me, questions at theamazingseller.com, and I'd love to hear from you. And uh, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up. The show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 448. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, guys, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.